This week on the Rail Spitter Podcast, we are celebrating Lincoln's birthday. Welcome to the Rail Splitter, the Abraham Lincoln podcast. I'm your co-host, Mary, and joining me tonight is my co-host, Nick. Hello, everybody. Hello to my students who say they give this a shot and then turn it off right now. <laughs> and even though he's not here in person, Rail Splitter Jeremy is most definitely here in spirit, especially concerning tonight's topic, which is Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Um, so we just thought we would have a fun, lighthearted episode this week because, well, by the time this episode drops... Um, on Thursday, it'll be two years, or two years, two days since Lincoln's birthday. Um, so we'll be discussing what we would buy him for his birthday, and that includes some of our listener suggestions. And we'll also be discussing traditions that some of us have surrounding his birthday, because yes, some of us are really that geeky. <laughs> and I discovered I'm not the only one. Um, so that was kind of comforting. But What at- word did you just use? Geeky. Oh, I thought you said kiki. Then I was like... <laughs> Is she trying to say kinky? And then I was like, that's weird. (laughs) And then that's what led me to ask. And the Real Splitter podcast (laughs) takes a completely different direction. Uh, No, geeky. I was going to save that for later in the show. (laughs) Geeky. Um, But as always, (laughs) we like to start with a few different news articles. Um, So the first one was one that um, I came across just a little while ago. Um, literally about an hour ago, and the headline was U.S. Senate approves expansion of Lincoln Heritage Area. So um, apparently there's this, um, there is this Lincoln Heritage, this region that stretches from the Indiana border to the Mississippi River, and it's just um, sites about Lincoln. Um, So there have been two Lincoln-Douglas debate sites added, plus another county added to the Abraham Lincoln National Heritage Area in Illinois under legislation approved in the U.S. Senate, and this was done on Lincoln's birthday. Um, So this National Heritage Area was created by Congress in 2008, and it promotes Lincoln heritage and preservation in 42 central Illinois counties, including Springfield. So the ones that were added yesterday were Freeport and Jonesboro, which, as we all know, are Lincoln-Douglas debate sites, and quite surprisingly, those ones had not been added before, which I don't know about you, Nick, but I was a little bit shocked by that, that they weren't already included. Yes, I agree. I think it was a geographic reason is the way I kind of understood it from the article, why they weren't included because isn't Freeport to most North. Like I yeah. didn't it expand the region of the heritage. It did. I think it was like yeah. Free, Freeport is North. And I think Jonesboro is South. Yeah. Um, so those two sites are included, which is awesome. And then um, there's also the county of Livingston, which includes the city of Pontiac, which Lincoln traveled to when he was a lawyer on the judicial circuit. Hell yeah. What does all this mean in dumb people terms? It's basically like it's going to increase economic activity. And if you work in the heritage preservation field, then you, you know, you might have a job coming your way at some point, which is good because I know the heritage preservation field, like, 
you know, museum conservators and those like that preserve heritage, like they have a tough time finding work, both not in the U S but also in Canada too. A lot of it is just contract work. So it's going to create jobs for that. It's going to create um, tourism, which right now, apparently the area generates 260 million in economic impact. It supports around 3000 jobs and generates 25.5 million in tax revenue. So this will allow it to generate a little bit more um, for the state. But does this provide funding for like the Lincoln Douglas site in Freeport? I'm assuming it provides funding for them to keep that up and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like a protected heritage area. So yeah. that would mean that they would get lots of fun, like, you know, additional funding for that in order to keep it up. It would allow them probably to have funding for special events. Um, but one, per, one of the people behind, um, this, he stated that expanding the Lincoln National Heritage Area will give future generations of Illinois residents and visitors the chance to learn about President Lincoln's lasting legacy of our great state. Who's the quote from? Durbin? Duckworth? Durbin. Durbin. Yeah. That's my senator. Ooh. Him and Tammy. Wow. And Adam Kinzinger. He was quoted in an article too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's... I don't know how I feel about him. But anyways, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't listen to the show. I thought that was some very positive news to come out of the yes. the government and just like I'm sure it was deliberate that it was on Lincoln's birthday, but still fitting nonetheless yeah. that there's more sites preserved for him. No, I'm excited. Uh, so, I mean, the Freeport one's already well preserved. I feel mm-hmm. they've done a nice job with that. So um, it's always nice to get money for that stuff because it's not always easy to get. And keeping stuff preserved and upkeep definitely costs money. So oh. good. I'm glad. Happy for my Freeport pretzels. That's their <laughs> high school mascot oh pretzels. My, that's amazing. Have yeah. You, have you been to Jonesboro before? I have not been to Jonesboro. Okay. So I've been to the Freeport one, the Ottawa, um, in the Charleston. Charleston, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the three I have been to. Very cool. I don't know why I haven't been to Galesburg, because that's not too far from me. Quincy and Jonesburg are a little bit... Not Jonesburg. Is it Jonesburg? No. Jonesboro. 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 Yeah, excuse me. Those are a little bit of a hike. Although I was in Quincy once, before the Rail Splitter Nation. Oh. And um, have you been to Livingston before? I've been to Pontiac, yes. I've not seen... Is there a statue there? I wonder if there... I think there is. There's a house there that is apparently associated with him as well, I think. Yeah, I didn't go to the Lincoln, any Lincoln site. That was pre-awesome rail splitter, Nick. Pre-awesome. <laughs> Hashtag Team Nick. Everyone's favorite rail splitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then our second piece of news was an article that was actually um, a guy named Joshua Claiborne t- tweeted it to me on Friday night. And it is, what's it titled, Nick? It is, let me, the exact title is Abe Lincoln, an acceptable nickname. Yep. Kind of like a questionnaire. So the story is um, a lot of people, or the story's been passed down forever. I mean, been published in numerous stuff. Uh, I believe Lincoln historian Oates, as well as, who's the other guy? David, Donald, Donald David? No, Donald. David Herbert, David yes. Herbert. Donald. Yes. They both mentioned in both their uh, biographies that Lincoln did not like to be called Abe. So the story out there is he did not like the nickname. Josh 
basically his article says that there is no concrete evidence out there to support that. So, you know, this kind of brings up an interesting thing, which happens a lot in this day and age, and we've talked about multiple times. Um, kind of, we, we hear something and we run with it, um, and kind of looking at, you know, is there actual concrete evidence to say this, or is it more this hearsay evidence that it took place? And then in the article, he's basically making the argument that there is no solid concrete evidence to show that um President Lincoln hated being called Abe. And he kind of references, because when he passes away, uh, Willie, uh, who's his law partner? Gosh. Herndon. Yeah, Herndon does all these interviews. And he brings up, like, when he interviewed his stepmom, she used it, like, 28 times. And they all kept referring to him as that way. So for somebody who hated it so much, why was that the way they referenced him was Abe as kind of his case, you know. And the bottom line is there's just no concrete, solid evidence is the argument he's making. So I thought it was an interesting read for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I, I did too. And I, you know, my, the whole time I've been studying Lincoln, it's just been one of those things where I'm like, Oh, he hated being called that. So I've always referred to him as like Mr. Lincoln or Lincoln, or just like, if I'm writing notes about him, I just put L and I've always felt a little bit weird calling him Abe because I've been under this impression that he didn't like that, that name at all. And I mean, like, even if he didn't, he probably wasn't going to say anything. He probably was going to be like, don't call me that, especially to his stepmother. You know, yeah. You know, like, I mean, my first name is, and I'm putting myself out there for possible teasing, is actually Mary Margaret. And only my mother calls me that. Mary Margaret. <laughs> yep. And I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> But she still calls me it. But I'm not going to be like, don't call me that. <laughs> um, it could be one of those things. But yeah, yeah. it it, it ra- you know it's one of those things. Like, oh, this is what we've always believed. Um, it's like uh, Noah, Noah Andre Trudeau raises in his book 16 Days, which is about uh, President Lincoln's time at City Point, and he spent with General Grant. He breaks a lot of the like not well not a lot, but a few of the myths surrounding that visit um, with with new evidence and one of the things that he breaks and this is like spoiler for anybody who hasn't read it apparently lincoln did not sit in jeff davis's chair fake news fake news that's what we say here in america mary fake Fake news news. but that's what i thought when i read it but still i'm wondering if it's like one of those things where it's like this is what we've always believed but then somebody brings something to the table that is contrary to that and it's like well maybe that's not the case you know yeah I, I think that happens all the time. Yep, it I mean, does. you see it, you see it happen all the time, and I see it in the classroom all the time. And I don't know. And it's irritating too when you bring up, well, there's no evidence, and people refuse to acknowledge mm-hmm. it. So I have not looked at detail into like you know. I read the article, and that's about as far as I've gone. So I'd be interested if anybody has any concrete evidence of him not being mm-hmm. um, like called Abe. Um, so I know yeah. that like the vast majority, um, on social media, cause I tweeted it out from real splitter account and then, um, retweeted it from my own account too. Uh, interesting discussion. Like some people were like, Oh, I'd call him Abe and others were just staunchly. He hated that name. And you know, I, that's why I call him Lincoln or Mr. Lincoln. And it's disrespectful to even refer to him as Abe, but you know, I guess I could see it in some ways as being like a term of endearment, I think, you know, call him yeah. old call him old Abe or 
honest Abe. And two, I think Joshua mentions in the article about the politics behind it as well, that, you know, when he was running, they started calling him an honest Abe. So of course he's not going to say, don't call me that. Mm-hmm. Like if that's going to be like your campaign slogan or kind of your tagline that people start to know you by and recognize you by, then, I mean, you're not going to say you hate it. You're going to go with it. And then they do have early game quoted too in there, you know, who wrote like a gazillion words about Lincoln that he has not come across any concrete evidence showing mm-hmm. that he hated being called Abe. So, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, Lincoln, I don't know if he'd be big in, I, I guess I'd like to think he wouldn't be big into like titles. Like, you got to call me president. That doesn't seem to be his type. Or at least that's what I want him to be like. Yeah, I, I don't think he was. I mean, he kind of, like, the only time he even, you know, there's that one scene in the movie Lincoln where he's like, I am the president of the United States, clothed in immense power. But he wasn't going around being like, call me Mr. President. Like, Yeah. Well, that's how I see it. But no, it's definitely interesting. So if anybody's got anything to add to that um, out there of, some source of stuff, be interested in it for sure. Mm-hmm. Share it on our Facebook page, which is blowing up. Yes, we have, um, I can't, I think over 200. 215, I would say. 215 members now. And yeah. on Twitter, I think we've got 764 followers. So thank you to everybody yeah. who's liking our Facebook page and um, who is following us on Twitter. And yeah, the, uh, the Facebook page is pretty active yesterday. People were posting fo- um one guy Tom Pete was posting photos from places that he was visiting to do with Lincoln. There was a few articles that went floating around, so it was um it was really awesome to see all that activity. Um, Dude, Lincoln happened. was trending on Twitter yesterday. Was he really? So, yeah, I wow. took a picture of it. Um I forget what he was above, but I was shocked here. Hold on a second. I'm trying to stall as I look for this screenshot. <laughs> We're always prepared on the Rail Splitter podcast. He was trending ahead of the Grammys. Granted, the Grammys did happen two days prior, but he was trending ahead of the Grammys. <laughs> Damn it. So, yeah, Abraham Lincoln, birthday. Perfect segue into um, the show here. Yes, then presents that we would like to give him, and that's where we are going to begin. So we're just going to do like a round table. Um, what number birthday was it? 210. 210. Yeah. Man, can't believe you didn't make it. I know. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Superhuman. Be like a troll or something. Trolls live long? I don't know. Don't X-Men live long? Like the cartoon? Yeah, like like X-Men. Like Wolverine? Like Magneto. I don't know if he lives long. Wolverine's like old as shit. Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, then, maybe Lincoln's like Wolverine. But one of the Harry Potter people live forever, I feel like. Nic- something there. Nicholas Flamel, until he had to uh, get rid of the Philosopher's Stone. Some of the Star Wars characters live a pretty long time. Yoda. Yeah, yeah, he's old as shit. Let's see how much you know about Star Wars. How old was Yoda when he died? I, I, dude, I don't know all I those don't little know facts. I don't know either. You know... It, Jeremy would know that for sure. So yeah, actually, my Jeremy would know that too because he's yeah. a huge <laughs> Star Wars geek. Um, but anyway, so we're going to do a roundtable <laughs> discussion, <laughs> bringing this back on track. Now we also love Star Wars here at Real Splitter Podcast too. Oh um, yeah. 
Okay, so would you like to start us off, Nick, with one of yours? Yeah, so I knew I had to prepare for this show, and I knew it was going to be busy today. So on the drive home from school, I asked Kira, does we carpool to school? I was just curious. So I'm like, so what ideas do you have? What do you think Lincoln would want for his birthday? Um, and the first thing she said is, oh, Michelle Obama's book. Oh, I like that. That's awesome. And then her reason, so I guess I'm kind of cheating here, but her reasoning was because, um, first of all, Lincoln was an avid reader, and Michelle Obama, she was making a case that it would be kind of a way for Lincoln to see what the Emancipation Proclamation, the evolution of what it eventually led to, kind of the you know, the fruits of his labor, I guess, in a sense. Nice. Um, to a degree. That's kind of what her argument was. Partially because of Lincoln, what was what is possible in America now is Michelle Obama, um, the success that she had. I like that. So, yeah, awesome. I cheated a little bit there. I have some of my own that I'll save for later. <laughs> well, it's good you gave her credit. Yeah, I could have just stole. I was going to do that. Does she but. listen to the show? No, no, so I could easily have done <laughs> you could that. Easily, like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, I came up with this amazing list, and here's yeah. my first idea. <laughs> uh, so mine is—it's actually also a book, General Grant's memoirs, um, because I think when Lincoln was at City Point, he really enjoyed his time there, um, and also he was at the front of the war, and I think it really sparked his interest in what was going on. And Grant's memoirs are some of the best to come out of the Civil War. And I think that Lincoln would have really enjoyed reading what Grant went through, um, you know, before he was Lieutenant General, um, but also after as well. Agreed. So we go into we go into one of the listeners yes. on this next one. Yep. So we'll start with the ones for Twitter. Yes, I don't have the list pulled up, so I don't oh, you don't? Away from oh, okay. I accidentally closed out of it. Okay, so I'll I'll talk, I'll do the first one for okay. sure. Okay, so it's the I don't know if I'm saying it right, the Mahale. It's at the Mahale on Twitter. Sure. He he said jokingly a helmet. <laughs> um but then um his serious gift was a tablet with an Audible subscription. The browser would be bookmarked to Google Scholar and at least a dozen legal research sites because and I'm gonna quote um him here. That man loved, loved, loved to learn. You know what? I'm going to kind of piggyback off that for my next one. Okay. Because being that he did love to learn, and going back to my original that he loved to read, I would get him a Kindle Paperwhite so he wouldn't have to strain his eyes and read at the candlelight like he always had to do. <laughs> I, You know, he doesn't need to do that. The Kindle Paperwhite's great in dark, so I'm just helping the man out. Plus, one. if he was 210, his eyes would definitely be going, and he would not be able to read at night. Oh, maybe he would have had laser surgery, and they'd be okay. Either way, he needs it so he wouldn't keep Mary up. Yes. Although they slept in separate beds. But, you know, he just needs it. That's why. It's a good one. I like that one. Um, and actually, that kind of goes into my next one, which was an iPad, because he loved technology. And Agreed. I think it would, like, he would have loved to have one of those just to kind of have everything, you know, like, there's news, there's Twitter, because I'm convinced he would have been on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all of it. 
You think he would have tweeted a lot? Oh, yeah. Like serious tweets or like Obama tweets or like funny tweets? or Given the fact that he had a pretty good sense of humor, I think there would have been humorous tweets, um, but then also kind of really profound tweets as well that would have, like, just like his speeches, make you stop and think. Um, And then just like, you know, maybe some lighthearted stuff too, like, oh, hey, this is where I am today, like... Come see, come find me here, or whatever. Would he use his real name, or would he like use like a pen name, like he did for editorials? Would he have a burner account? I, I think he would have. If he was younger, <laughs> Abe Lincoln, then yes, he would have had a burner account. I need those burner accounts. Yeah. Or uh, have you heard of the fake Instagrams, Vistagrams? Yes. Yeah, the high school kids are all about that. Oh my god! I didn't know what the hell it was. And then they always laugh because I say like Vista, <laughs> Vista, Vista Grams. Yeah, he totally would have had a burner account, like in his younger days. Maybe not when he was president, but definitely in his younger days. Man, if Trump had a burner account. I'd hate to see what he's tweeting out of that one. <laughs> Maybe it's some really profound stuff. He doesn't need a burner account. He's got like two thousand Russian bots. I know exactly. <laughs> But uh, I don't even know whose turn it was. Is it back to a it's listener? It's back to a listener on Twitter. Do you have the list up there or do you want me to read it? Yeah, I got it. Aaron Campbell at Sporting KC Fan. Modern medicine so his two children could have survived their health issues. That's nice. Yeah, that's I. the thing I loved about what our listeners um, suggested was just it was all over the place. It was stuff that I'm like, that's really cool. You know, I don't know if he'd be quite the man that he was without the death of his true children. Like mm-hmm. the butterfly, like what would be the butterfly effect of that? I wonder. Well, that's so. that's very true. It's like what White discusses in Lincoln's greatest speech that the death of Willie made Lincoln turn more to religion, and because he turned more to religion, he's reading the Bible more, and that could have been what helped him write the second inaugural so yeah there is definitely that butterfly effect to consider um you know it's so tragic that he lost his children and he would have loved to see them you know grow up and be with him but yeah there is that butterfly effect too agreed my turn now yep well, here's Kira's second idea that she came up with. I might have brought this up, and then uh, your Jerry's going to like this because he shouted, uh, play tickets. I think he was joking. He was. But Lincoln did like going to the plays. He did. That's very true. And Lincoln would probably make a trip to Broadway, New York, and there's no bigger Broadway play than Hamilton. Yes. So, and I think he would find it. The humor's great. The music's great. The storytelling's great. I mean... Lincoln definitely would have a very deep appreciation of Hamilton. Um, So you got to get him two tickets for him and Mary to Hamilton. Hopefully you got good security there. Um, You know, and you could always put up a poster. Don't let this JWB in. Yes, exactly. Yeah, put up the the poster of him. Um, And after he's seen Hamilton... Um, I would give him a subscription to Google Play so that he could listen to the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That, that was actually my next one, was subscription to Google Play. Was, I think he would have enjoyed listening to all that different types of music, and and then he could listen to Hamilton whenever he wanted to. 
All right, you're up for the okay. viewer one. Okay, so um, AFL Chris, at AFL Chris, um, he deserved to finish his term, retire, and enjoy his life. That is what I would give him if I could. That'd be a what if. Yeah. How would reconstruction have gone? Yeah, that's a huge, that's one of those like history what ifs right there. Should do almost a what if episode on that. That'd be cool. Do some good research. Yeah. That's not happening next week. <laughs> yeah, no. That would be interesting. I always wonder how Reconstruction would have panned out and how things would have gone. Would it have gone smoother? Would it have been worse? Would it have lasted longer? Um, that'd be very interesting. No, it, it's it's hard to say because Lincoln's whole attitude towards it was like, let him up easy. Yeah. And the conversation he had with General Grant in the movie where he said, I just kind of want to turn my head and, you know, I'm going to look the other way if Jeff Davis decides to turn tail and head to Britain. Um, which, as we all know, Jeff Davis ended up being arrested. I think he was held in prison for two years. And mm-hmm. he actually lived in Montreal, uh, Canada, for a while. Of course. Yep. Damn Montreal. Yep. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Yep, the rebels were hiding out there. Um, but yeah, I think I think things would have been, went smoother because we obviously would have known what Lincoln was thinking. Um, yeah. and he I still think he would have butted heads with some of those radical Republicans. Oh. For sure. Oh, definitely. And he would have butted heads with Stanton as well. Like if mm-hmm. you look at how Stanton treated Reconstruction, like prime example of that is Sherman's surrender with um, Joseph Johnson. And how Sherman thought he was doing what Lincoln would have wanted. And, you know, right before he started the surrender terms with Johnson, he had to tell Johnson, like, Lincoln's been assassinated. And so, of course, emotions were probably running really high. But, um, you know, Johnson uh, or, um, you know, at the time, President, President Johnson and Stanton did not agree at all to the term Sherman had given to General Johnston. Well, then you think, too, so Lincoln serves out his second four years. Does Grant get the call to be president? You know what I mean? Yeah. Does Grant become a president then? I mean, he's probably in a running, but I think one of the things that made him so compelling is Johnson was such, so unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, yeah, the ramifications of that. Talk about the butterfly effect there. Oh, yeah. it's. So, I think we can make a whole episode of it. Yeah. <laughs> be interesting just to have a roundtable discussion like this about it. I like how the, the listeners are generating more conversation than our own. I know. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, I love going to them for, um, for input because they always come up with such uh, great stuff. So whose turn is it now? Is it? I think it's mine. Your turn. Well, Lincoln had a big hat, and he wore hats. And then, you know, you see presidents wear hats every once in a while. And the presidents always wear, like, a hat, like, especially Trump. It, it just never looks right. It's got, like, that big upper front side. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. those, like a old-school trucker hat. Not, like, the cool trucker hats now with the mesh. Yeah. I feel like Lincoln would have rocked, like, an old-school, like, trucker hat. Oh, totally. That would have been, like, I don't know, John Deere or something like that. Yeah. Something from Central Illinois. <laughs> um, maybe would dealt with the railroads or some railroad yeah. company. And I like how, like, Lincoln, like, stuff, too. Like, all of Lincoln's stuff now would be, like, total hipster. 
stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it'd be like, oh, man, he's the coolest. Look at his beard. He's got a beard. That's so cool. Or, yeah, that guy's rocking top hat. You'd be such a hipster now. Everybody which he be, totally wasn't. Everybody would be walking around with top hats on. Did people, like, how popular was the top hat then? That's what I want to know. Well, do you remember the scene from Killing Lincoln? Um, the sec- where he's saying a second inaugural? And it's a sea of, like, top hats that the men are wearing. Yeah. and So that was, like, the hat in the day. It was. It was well, like, John Wilkes Booth was wearing one in the photo of the second inaugural. Um, and a whole bunch of other people were, too. Like, if you look, it's just, like, this sea of top hats. Dude, I, like, love wearing hats. I wear them all the time. But I can never see myself like, oh, yeah, we wear my top, top hat today. <laughs> you should start a new fashion trend. I'm not wearing a damn top hat. Like, does it even <laughs> stay on? I feel like it'd fall off all the time. Well, I think they were, like, you bought them to be fitted, you know. I don't know. Stupid to- looking hat. It's one of the dumbest hats in all of history, in my opinion. Like, if Lincoln didn't wear it, even with Lincoln wearing it, it's just one of the stupidest hats ever. It's ugly. I'd rather wear a fedora than that. <laughs> and I'm anti-fedoras. Maybe Lincoln should have worn a fedora. <laughs> or like, you know, Napoleon wore like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The kind of the, like, the captain. Like, yeah, the captain. Yeah, hat. that would have been amazing. <laughs> That's also another dumb hat. That doesn't even seem like a lot. Yeah. This stupid. Hats have definitely got better over time. <laughs> they have. That one generated a lot of discussion. Although I do kind of like the like the Civil War cap. That the Union guys kind of wore. Yep, I like that. Too. I do kind of like that hat. So, and I like the one that um, actually someone just posted of uh, General Warren's. He was the one at Gettysburg that you know was looking out over a Little Round Top where his statue is, and um, he and actually Sherman had kind of the same type of hat. It looks sort of like a fedora, but not really. Mm-hmm. And it's got like the U.S. on the center of it, um, and kind of the gold band around it. I I do like that hat. I think that's a cool hat. I think I hate this. Uh, yeah, yeah. America's World War One helmet. I also hate that. It's like the little short one, you know, and it kind of goes out. Yeah, and it's like, how is that protecting your head? Yeah, it's so stupid. Don't even get me going on this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Canadians had a very similar one, I think. The Mountie hat. Oh, my God. That yeah. was ugly, too. Why do they, like, oh. <laughs> the uniform is all ceremonial. They don't actually walk around yeah. like that. <laughs> or like the guards at Buckingham Palace with those fur hats. Oh, yeah. Those are ugly. Dude, there's a lot of stupid hats out there in the world. It's all ceremonial. Why? I'd rather wear a powder wig than some of these hats. <laughs> and that's really stupid, too. Well, they only wear those in Britain, I think, for lawyers. and. Well, like all the founding fathers wore that shit. Yeah, well, that was the trend. How did that become a turn? Ooh, we put this stupid-ass powder wig hat on, and then, ooh, I'm, yeah. Somebody's going to come back one day and look at our fashion trends and be like, this was really stupid. That, valid point. Yeah. Like, why are they wearing, like, you know, the 90s, why are you wearing your jeans so low? I didn't. They're uncomfortable when you wear them. Yeah, no, I didn't get it. Obviously not in that trend either. That was more for guys, but still, like... Or they had, like, the low-rise girl ones that everybody's butt track was hanging out. Oh, yeah. That was ridiculous. That was, a stupid, that was a stupid trend because, like, I remember trying a pair of those on one time and being like, this is stupid. They're so uncomfortable. 
not wearing this. We should bring back the Lincoln trend of our pants being too short. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of come back, to be honest. It has. So, yeah. See, total hipster Lincoln is. Yep, yep. He's a, he's a trendsetter. Um, whose turn is it? <laughs> Yours, because I was talking about the hats. Okay, so I said um, my next one is he enjoyed, like, sports and all that so get him tickets to a sporting event like he enjoyed an early form of baseball so i think he would like to go to baseball and i think he would have liked to go to wwe wrestlemania tickets hell yeah you're the one who brought that up yeah i know (laughs) hell yeah man wrestlemania yeah i think he would have enjoyed to to go to wrestling shit he could be a guest referee jesse ventura Hey, Donald Trump has been in at a WrestleMania, so he there's been a you know he went there's been presidents already part of it. Do you know Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame? What? Yeah, the WWE Hall of Fame has a celebrity wing in this non-existent building, uh, and Donald <sighs> Trump is in it. True story. How is he in it if it's a non-existent building? It's that's a whole different thing. But <laughs> every year they have like a Hall of Fame ceremony and they give these speeches and and Donald Trump is in it. Oh my god, that's crazy. It is crazy. Very crazy. Well he's not in the real wrestling hall of fame like Lincoln is. True, true. So I think Lincoln's got one up on him there. Alright, where are we going next? Uh we are back with our listeners. Uh, am I up then? Yes. Laura, LR for kids, at LR for kids, a hug, but she says it would be for her. Believe me. Oh, you you yeah. typed that in there. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm an idiot. She wants a hug from Lincoln on his birthday. Yeah. What the hell kind of present is that? That's yeah. bogus. Now, if you know Laura, that's not shocking at all. She's, uh... I've met her. She's quite the lady. She's really awesome. And she, uh, I've got her Lincoln tradition. I'm going to mention it in a little while when we talk about that. But yeah, she's, uh, she loves Lincoln. Nice. Am I up now? Um, yes, it is your turn. I said some Woody Guthrie music because I think he would appreciate Woody Guthrie. I think he could understand the hardships of the Dust Bowl. It's kind of in the central Illinois, which mm-hmm. he's from. I think he could understand the frontier stuff. Woody Guthrie's a great storyteller. Um, so I think he would have enjoyed Woody Guthrie music. And I don't think I mentioned that in the music episode that we had, which you should go back and listen to. It's a great episode. Yes. Um. So... I like that one. That's good because he definitely would have enjoyed music. And I've never listened to Woody Guthrie before. So I think I need to now. Dude, yeah, he's a, a legend, man. Yeah. I've heard of him, but just never listened to Bob him. Bob Dylan, like, idolized him, like, went to, like, the nursing home to visit him when wow. he was dying. Like, hey. just on. Wasn't even famous when he did that. Bob Dylan, that is. Oh, wow. Lincoln also would have liked Bob Dylan, sorry. Oh, yeah, Lincoln definitely would have, he would have loved Bob Dylan. I think Lincoln's taste in music would have been all over the map. Like, everything from classical 
to rap to rock um to two live crew because he was also raunchy yes <laughs> we're just a, uh jeremy and i were watching a cnn show the 90s or something the other night yeah and two live crew was on there and like jeremy was like oh this is great i love them like yeah legendary band yeah and then i had one of their songs stuck in my head all day sunday oh that's a on the day of sabbath of all days yeah i know it was bad you going to hell yeah it was not good (laughs) um so it's my turn now yeah okay so i said i would get him well i said plane ticket but then i'm like wait it's the 19th century so ticket for passage on a boat over to europe because one of his last conversations with Mary in the car- in their carriage ride, he made mention he wanted to travel and quite possibly visit the Holy Land. So I thought, we'll get him a plane ticket or passage on a steamer to visit Europe and the Holy Land so that he could finally see it. You know you know how they do like all these river cruises now? Mm-hmm. He would have loved like a river cruise in the Mississippi, oh, I feel. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like him and Mary, like going back there, like retracing his route. I just yep. thought of this as you we were talking. Yeah, so he would definitely love a freaking river cruise. Yeah. Those things are becoming big, especially in Europe, I guess you can do them. Yeah, too. they are. One of my friends is going on one in, I think, September. And it's like, it's a close to a couple weeks. Yeah, jeez. I think. I, I mean, me, I'm not cruises. Like, I get seasick to begin with. And I would be the one to be on the cruise ship that becomes like the Princess Plague or something like that. You know, they did uh, Chris Jericho, who's a WWE wrestler, did a wrestling cruise, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe we should organize a Lincoln cruise. Yes. Uh, how epic would that be? The rail splitter cruise? Yeah. <laughs> it's about time. I mean, we get like 200 listeners an episode. Yeah. Well, it's a cruise ship, like 200? It's like a- <laughs> 2,000. Oh, all right. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. We'll get- yeah, we'll get there. How many followers do you have on Twitter? Uh, like 5,000. And- yeah, see, all we need is 50% of them to commit. Yes. And we got a cruise. We might be awesome. We might have enough to book an entire floor in a hotel in, like, Washington or something like that and tour the Lincoln sites. A rail splitter get-together vacation? Yeah. Oh. We need to make this happen. Yep. <laughs> if you're a travel agent who's also a rail splitter, hit us up. Yes. Please start listening and help us out with this. We need some organization. So, and speaking of our listeners, um, next one is Dennis at MagisterLuddy16 on Twitter. Uh, he said Lincoln Logs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Made me laugh. Maybe he laughed too, but yeah. <laughs> what a shitty gift, man. <laughs> Come on, Dennis. Come on, Lincoln Logs like the worst little kid gift you can get. Please note that what Nick is saying is not the thoughts and beliefs of of all the Rail Splitter hosts. Why the hell would I want Lincoln Logs when there's Legos? Well, By far a superior building block. Because he was born in a log cabin? I get it. I just think if he, you know... 210, I mean, Lincoln Lock, Bender, done that. He wants some damn Legos. <laughs> they might be easier for him to hold if his hands are arthritic. Yeah. Nice. 
Give him some pickup sticks. You ever play that game? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I had an Apple Watch. <laughs> My train of thought was, oh, like, you know, the famous, what he had in his pocket when he died, he had, like, that pocket watch. So yeah. I'm like, oh, he wants to love watches. And I'm like, he loved technology. I mean, he did like technology. Yep. Like new stuff like that. So then I'm like, hell yeah, you'd be all over an Apple Watch. Oh, I think he would have, like, really... Seward would have been sending him texts all the time on it, and he could check it. Mary could send him texts. and he probably block Mary, though. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, my wrist is buzzing again. <laughs> what does she want now? <laughs> Dude, people in her Apple Watches make me nervous. Because I... always, like, looking at it, and then mm-hmm. it's just like, oh... My aunt, my aunt had one, and it was like she would stand, so it was like visible. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but I don't think I could do it. No, I, I don't get it. And I have an I, I have an iPhone, but I don't need an Apple Watch. Yeah, but I think Lincoln would have appreciated it because of you know being president probably would have been helpful for him and. Yeah, I feel like he would be like a total Apple fanboy. Oh. And then like every new Apple thing that came out, he'd be like on top of it. Like yeah. the latest iPhone, iPad, he'd be gadget galore. So I, I do feel that he would be that way. Yeah, I think so too. And it's my turn again? Yeah. So I went with a um, very specific artist here, Eminem. I think he really would have appreciated his music. The real Slim Shady? Yep. The real Slim Shady. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. Just how, and I think he would have appreciated rap music as a whole because of, you know, just, I mean, Eminem especially, and a few others as well, like, they put a lot of thought into those songs, and there's certain beats and rhythms that they're trying to form those words around, and I think, like, Lincoln was a very, um, well, we know he was a wonderful, wonderful writer, but I think he would have appreciated it from the writing standpoint. Yeah. I feel like he would have liked Common. Yep. As well. He's a little more socially conscious in some. Yeah, yep. no, I agree with that. Yep. And then, listen, uh, listener time. Stephen Michael. Have a casual conversation. He'd like to hear one of his stories or a joke. Oh, then once again, I keep reading this like an idiot. You're fine. Be able to shake. Dude, Steven, this is your birthday wish. <laughs> but Steven wants to have a conversation with Lincoln and be able to shake his hand and wish him a happy birthday. Yeah. Okay, okay, I see that. My bad. I'm sorry, Steven. I jumped on you quick there. I'm not being very nice. <laughs> it's my it's my fault for the way I typed it up. No, that's fine. I should yeah. figure it out. But um, so I don't have any more gifts left because apparently my creativity was not the greatest this week. So, dude, you are not good at branding or sh- shelling out our merch because, of course, we'd have to get him a rail splitter hoodie. <laughs> He would love to hear us talk about him and help us get sales and get us out there. I mean, what better way to promote our show than Abraham Lincoln himself wearing a rail splitter hoodie? Very true. So, And I think he would actually enjoy, maybe not our hoodie, but a lot of the different shirts that are out there that kind of 
tie in like pop culture with them. I think he would appreciate that. Oh, definitely. Like the one I think he would have liked the one that I wore yesterday with the video him playing a video game, even though it looks like he's kind of strung out in some kind of substance <laughs> the way his eyes are. Yeah. Well, also, um, I think it'd be great like a talk show guest because I feel like the best talk show guests are ones who have like self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Um, and I feel like those people always come off well. Like I think George Clooney's good at that when he goes on. Not that I've watched a talk show in God knows how long, um, but I feel like he would. He has that type of confidence in himself where he can laugh at himself, and I think that makes for a good late night. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. He would have been really good. I would have loved to see him on Colbert. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be great. Yeah. Or on the Daily Show too. Yeah, would be a good one. Yeah, because I think so. Colbert. I think really, he's made references to Lincoln and the Civil War in a few of his shows, and I think he's kind of a like a big fan. Col- of Being on Team Coco, uh, Conan O'Brien. Yes, Conan O'Brien too. Huge history guy. Yeah. Um. So. They could have talked for hours. Yeah. He, so they, there was an interview and I think I mentioned it's actually, we have it on one of our shows where he's at Ford's theater and he's talking about uh, like that Lincoln's humor and that line from where Lincoln's trying describing Rosecrans and saying he's confused and stunned like a duck hit on the head. <laughs> yeah. I think there are very similar personalities. I think they would be, that would be a good dynamic to see interact for I, sure. I agree. And they're both the same height too. Yeah. Conan's tall as shit. Yeah. He's six. Is Conan's wave of his hair as tall as Lincoln's hat? I would say so. Because Conan's wave in his hair is unbelievable. Oh, yes, it is. That's a guy that knows how to brand. Yeah. I do love Conan O'Brien too. He's awesome. Great podcast you just started, by the way. So I enjoy oh. it a great deal. And Colbert was just his most recent guest. Oh, that's awesome. So, two, two of my favorites. I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah, it was good. All right, so listener time. Yeah. So the next one is uh, Muffy Maruko. She said, a Kindle with unlimited books and a big hat filled with filing pockets. Because we all know that Lincoln liked to put his files in his hat. That's why he wore the top hat, Nick. Just because... He, he might have been like you, like, oh, this is ugly. But then it's like, hey, I can keep my files in it. I could respect that. Yeah, it's useful. Ben Holmes, a tape recorder so we could hear his speeches. And That reminds me of a gift I gave my mother once. Where it was a CD, but I kind of wanted it. But I gave it to her as a gift. But yet I benefited from it. Oh, I've done that before, too. <laughs> Nicely played, Ben Holmes. Nicely played. Um, so uh, Jay Folk uh, um, just said he wants to go to see Lincoln and say, thank you, Mr. President. Well done. If it was my birthday and that's what I got, I'd be like, what else you got? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that's it, dude. I'll be kind of an ass today. <laughs> it's fine. Jamie, I don't know how to say that last name. You know how to say it? T-Bolt. I think All right. Sorry if we mispronounced it. A cat, because he loved them so much. He did love cats. I got like three cats underneath my deck that I'd give him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he did. He loved animals. Um, you he know, was a cat guy. Yeah, you know, total cat guy. I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. Dude, 
I love my diabetic cat. I know. My mom's got a diabetic cat. Your mom's awesome. Yeah. No, she looks after. His name's Nugget, and he's 20 pounds of ginger cat. When you come over, does she go, Mary Margaret, get the cat. <laughs> she does. Get the ginger. <laughs> get the ginger. No, when I come over, the ginger cat walks up to me and looks at me with this look of disappointment because it's not my father coming through the door to give him treats. Oh, Mary Margaret, that's a cat. That's how I view your mother yeah. talk out. <laughs> it's actually pretty close to it. That's awesome. Um, so the next one is Eric Lee. Um, he would give Lincoln a general that didn't deflect the blame, <laughs> which is great. Um, and he said, I know he eventually got one, but it would save him a lot of stress. True that, man. Tom Pete, a type set of Lincoln pennies, including ones from 1909, 2009, the bicentennial and a clad union shield penny. I think I might have some of the, no, I don't have the 1909, but I know I have the 2009 ones. They're pretty cool. That is, I wonder what he would think about being on currency. I think he would find it odd. Yeah, it would be odd. Like, I think he would, he was so humble. Like, I think he would find it really like, oh, what is this? Would he be like, what the hell am I on the five and Grant gets to 50? That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you're more common. People see you more. <laughs> That's a valid point. Yeah. I would frankly get on a bill. He's not even a president. No, well, neither is Hamilton. That's true that. I know I had someone say to me, like, oh, which president is this? And I said, that's Alexander Hamilton. That's, uh, he's not a president. Well, why is he on the money? <laughs> it's like, uh, because he was the chief financial guy. Yeah, Secretary of Treasury. Megan Hardgrave said Lincoln Chocolates. I don't know. They're Lincoln Ch- I don't know if I've ever come across them. Um, I think Megan actually made some, and she had them posted on oh, her Facebook. Nice. I'm friends with her on Facebook, and she had them posted on there. They look pretty cool. She sent some of those to Rail Splitter headquarters. Yeah. Actually, I don't. I actually I don't like chocolate, so I don't know why. Well, does Kira? Yeah, she does. She yeah. Well, Rail Splitter. Yeah. Head, you... They get sent here, then I could give them to her, like I gave them. For Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Helen had an iPhone, which we've hit on. I know he was interested in technology of his day, and I think he'd find the iPhone fascinating. Agreed. And um, Jeff had excellent quality pens and high-grade paper so he could write more wonderful speeches and letters. And I really like this one because I think Lincoln would have been the type of person that wrote everything before he typed it. You do think that, huh? Yep. Yeah, I'd like to think that, yeah. too. Yeah. T.M. Adams, a car. Hot Rod Lincoln. <laughs> See how many of our listeners know the song. What car would Lincoln have driven? I think, a like, I don't know. Corolla would have been too small for him. I drive a Corolla. Um, I think a Toyota because they're so efficient. Um, but probably one of the SUVs. SUV man. Mm-hmm. I like to think he'd be green. Yeah, maybe a Prius. But, uh, yeah, maybe. One of my favorite presidential quotes is uh, Gerald Ford, 
He was quoted as saying, I'm a Ford, not a Lincoln. That's great. When you pick up cards. I always <laughs> think that's funny. <laughs> They're made by the same company. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Uh, I think you're up for the viewers, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Jan Harris said a book. Didn't give a title, just a book, because Lincoln loved to read. Ben. Oh, man, I'm going to butcher this. Just say Ben. I can't say it either. Ben asks, tickets to Grover's Theater for April 14th, 1865. But as we saw in Killing Lincoln, that would that would have worked out the same way. Yeah. Because that, that's where Booth thought he was going, and then he went to pick up his mail, and the guy's like, well, I'm putting the stuff in the box for him, and Booth was like, what? <laughs> He's supposed to be at Grover's. And our next one is Jay Folk, and he kind of told a little bit of a story with this, but... Um, I'll shorten it up here. Um, basically, he got this um, really... He was at a Christmas party, and he ended up getting a horrible water-damaged black-and-white photo of a palm tree um, from who he described as the office quirk, which I've never heard that term before, the office quirk. Um, yeah. Anyway, so it he just kept it by his desk, and he had um, one of the student employees, um, he gave it to them, and thinking that they would be able to use the frame. And then three weeks later, she brought him in this framed photo of, and you'll like this, Nick, it's like hipster Lincoln. Like he's got gla- like sunglasses on. And I'll tweet out um, a photo of it once the show is posted. But it's, re- it's a really cool looking, um, looking um, like picture that he got. And it's just like a silhouette of Lincoln wearing sunglasses. And I thought that was really cool. That is cool. And then we got Brian to take us home here. Brian asks, he would invite Lincoln to join the annual Lincoln celebration of his birthday in Springfield, Illinois, as hosted by the Abraham Lincoln Association. And damn it, if anybody deserves a birthday bash, it is Lincoln. Definitely. Definitely. Amen to that. Great, great, great ideas. I think with all these gifts, he would be more than happy um, he'd have a lot of technology to get set up tonight. Um, his Apple I, I, Apple account would be going crazy. Um, and he would look so good in a rail splitter hoodie. Yeah, as would all of our listeners. So yes. just go ahead and look through our history on Twitter and find our store and get your rail splitter hoodie. Take a picture. Um, and share it with us. And I will actually be sure to tweet out um, a link to the store tomorrow, but it is on Teespring. Um, so we'll put a link to that on Facebook as well as Twitter, just so it's easily accessible for all of you. And um, the next thing we have is traditions surrounding his birthday. So on Twitter, we had a few from there. So one guy said, Gary, he said, I always bake a pecan pie because I'm nuts about Lincoln. <laughs> And then uh, AFL Chris again. He reads the Gettysburg Address. I wonder how many other people do this. I'm sure it's quite a few. Mm-hmm. So, oh, this reminded me today I was at school and making copies. And in somebody's copy box, they had, it was an English teacher, was handing out, I'm assuming this was Tuesday we got schools canceled, which was Lincoln's birthday. But he had like a little paragraph talking about how Lincoln was not a good speller. So. Um, and how he always misspelled inaugural, and it was kind of talking about that story. So I thought that was kind of nice. I was, was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's cool." And I so, think, 
Since they also misspelled Fort Sumter all the time, too. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. And then Laura uh, at LR for kids. For breakfast, I typically have a hard-boiled egg and coffee in one of my Lincoln and coffee in one of my Lincoln mugs. I wear a Lincoln shirt all day. In the late afternoon or evening, I watch a Lincoln movie. And Nick, notice how she said Lincoln mugs. I'm not the only crazy person out there. Hey, I got mugs, but you buy a damn mug every place you go. I do. Actually, no, I don't buy one. I yeah, bought, that's I bought like four or five in Gettysburg. Every damn general who was there, you got a mug half his face. Well, basically, like like Jeremy, like he knows my mood based on my mug. So if I've got the general meet out on a Saturday morning, don't come near me. No, I'm kidding. So if you had the McClellan out, is that like, yeah, I'll get the garbage. Yeah. But then like, you never bring it out. I'll get the garbage next week. Yeah, McClellan is when I'm moving slow. I had a Fillmore mug. I put it prune juice in it because it would be the shits. All right. And there's our reference to Fillmore. Um, I don't know where I was really going with that one. But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Helen also wears Lincoln shirts on his birthday. Um, Steve and Michael said, I like to just sit in my office and read a book about him. I like to sit quietly and think about his signif- how significant the day of February 12th is. Uh, being born in Kentucky, it makes me feel like I share something special with him. Nice. C.M. Adams also getting the Gettysburg Address or one of his inaugurals. And Brian McGinley, um, he watches Lincoln documentaries and posts about Lincoln on Facebook. And when he was a teacher, his Civil War book club had a party for Lincoln every year. Jan Harris has a cool one here. Driving from her home in central Pennsylvania to the Lincoln Cottage in D.C. She takes the tour there. Uh, she says it's very thought-provoking um, because the weather wasn't looking too great this year. However, she was probably going to stay at home reading one of her Lincoln books. But that is some dedication now. That's an awesome that The majority of the years that she goes there. That is very cool. That's awesome. Um, and then Ben said he reads and reflects on Lincoln. Agreed. Yeah. And- I like that. What do you do, Mary? What do I do? Well, the real sweater saw what I do. I bake a cake and um, attempt to, quote-unquote, decorate said cake because I'm not artistic at all. But I wear a Lincoln shirt and Lincoln earrings to work um, or, you know, just whatever day it is, I, I make a point of doing that. And I don't know. It's just my way of remembering and celebrating him. And I just, like... Thank you to all our listeners for this. This is a great way to um, remember Lincoln and celebrate him on his 210th birthday. And it was like, the response was awesome. So thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a shame Lincoln didn't get more birthdays because um, he deserved them. But it's great. Not many people, though, have their 210th birthday remembered like Abraham Lincoln and have a whole podcast show dedicated to them. And have a terrific hoodie made in his honor. There's that plug for that real sweater merch. And Nick, do you have any traditions? No. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I was feeling bad. Maybe I should start a tradition. No, I just I've done it for years. It's just, I don't know, it's just a way to remember him and kind of have fun with it. And it was just I don't know, the the level of community yesterday of everybody coming together and talking about this was really, um, really amazing. And it made for like, you know, like an actual celebration basically, which is awesome. So how did you start making a cake? Was it just like, Oh shit, it's Lincoln's birthday. Let's make a cake. Yep. 
That's and I and I don't like cake. Like I hate cake. I hate sweets. I don't eat them the at all. Who ate the cake? Jeremy. I sh- I sure didn't eat it. No. Thanks for my slice. Yeah, I'm you're welcome. <laughs> I'll put one in the mail for you. <laughs> Enjoy it when it's all moldy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy usually partakes in it. Um, what kind of cake is it? Like the inside. This year I made just a plain yellow cake. Well, I'm all right with that. Some years I do chocolate. Some years vanilla. Um, I, think, I love cake. I think I did salted caramel one year. Oh. My backup was salted caramel bo- or brownies, but that was in like a box mix, and I like to make it like I make it right from scratch. Oh man, you're legit. Yeah, that's like I make it from scratch. I'm getting hungry right now. <laughs> well, we do have to start wrapping up the show too. Yes. So, um, so we're going to move on to. So, thank you again to our listeners. So, we're going to move on to the two final segments that we always have. Our first one is of the people by the people. Uh, do you want me to go first? Uh, I got one actually okay. ready. Go ahead. I saw this other day. Uh, Andrea re or share this on Facebook. It's an article from the Hopkinsville, Kentuckian, on uh, January nineteen oh one, January twenty second nineteen oh one, and basically the title of it is "Where Lincoln's Father and Mother Made Love." And it's basically about the first two-story residency ever erected in the county. One of great historical interest is just burned. It was constructed something 100 years ago. Uh, nearly 100 years ago, Miss Nancy Hanks, afterward the wife of Thomas Lincoln and mother of Abraham Lincoln, was a frequent visitor. I just thought the headline was funny. Wow. Where that's... Lincoln's father and mother made love. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so mine comes to us from actually he's a friend of the show and he's been on the show Lita George he um, he did our trivia episode for us so yep. he's he's at Run the Stairs on Twitter and his uh, cute little daughter Bryn she shares her birthday with Abraham Lincoln and he tweeted out to um, to the Real Splitter account the picture of the photo of the cake like a picture of the cake. Um, and her cake said, happy birthday, Bryn plus Abraham. And I just, I thought that was so awesome. So thank you, Lee, for that. Dude, and uh, Eric, is this, Eric Lee mm-hmm. had some sweet looking cupcakes that was made for yes. Lincoln's birthday. Those looked awesome. That was my second choice. Yeah. I love cupcakes too. You're making up for my hatred of the dessert table. Oh, do you like ice cream? Nope. Oh, my God. I'm lactose intolerant. So am I. No, I'm not. (laughs) But if I was, I'd still eat it. Yeah, I mean, I have cream in my coffee, but... Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. That's not good. But, yeah, like, I... No, I don't like ice cream. (laughs) No. And that... Sorry. This week in Lincoln, you got it. Yep. It's a good uh, one. So today was hashtag National Cheddar Day. And uh, Lincoln Belongs to the Ages tweeted out, Nearly 10 years ago, the At Cheese It company carved a sculpture of Mr. Lincoln made entirely of cheddar cheese in honor of his 200th birthday. And he actually wrote about it on his um, blog, which if you want to read the post, um, just go to abrahamlincolnblog.blogspot.com and just search for Abraham Lincoln Cheese. I will also tweet it out tomorrow from the rails or once the show has dropped 
I will tweet it out so our listeners can access it too. But he's got photos of it, and it's like this Lincoln carved out of cheese. It's odd, but I saw it, and I'm like, that's really off the wall. And it's what um, Dr. Stacy Pratt McDermott would call a hashtag Lincoln lunacy. Yeah, she tweeted it out too, didn't she? I think she might have retweeted it. She tweeted something. She had a lot. Yeah, of, she, she had retweeted. Of, You're right. Yeah, she had a lot of good tweets yesterday too about. She uh, did. About Lincoln's birthday, so she's a good Twitter follow. She is. She's very good. Yep. All right, that was an episode. I made it through it. Yep, I made it through too. And um, thank you again to our listeners. You are all awesome for participating and keep posting on the Facebook page and Twitter and all that. And you guys keep us going. So thank you. Yes. We appreciate it. You all are awesome. And if I had a bunch of money, I would buy you all birthday presents. He would, but buy, I don't. He, would, he would buy you merch from the Rail Splitter store. Yeah. <laughs> I would all get you a Rail Splitter hoodie. <laughs> but I don't. So I apologize. So any more parting thoughts, Nick? No. Thank you for the feedback. That's awesome. We always enjoy looking at that stuff. Um, so um, it's always good to be interactive when we can. Happy birthday to um, good old Abe Lincoln. So I'm going to side with the, just taking it all around to the beginning of the episode right here. So happy birthday to the original rail splitter, Mr. Lincoln, Abe Lincoln, whatever you want to call him is, is awesome. And so keep walking the world with malice toward none and with charity for all. And we will see you again very soon.